1: 995 gold that's 833995 gold 833995 g o l d
0: With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in education into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.
2: Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast.
1: Welcome in, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us on what is, let's be honest, A holiday for a lot of you. We are working hard here. I hope you guys had a fantastic Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I hope wherever you are across this great nation or around the world, you celebrated the 4th of July to your fullest. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a few hangovers out there in the crowd today. Maybe some uh, hangovers that are still being built as you are listening to us today. I am uh, Clay Travis. He is Buck Sexton. You can go follow us on Twitter at Clay Travis at Buck Sexton. And, Buck, I was down in Atlanta, which was pretty fantastic. I went to Major League Baseball games on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm still fired up over Major League Baseball's decision to pull the All-Star game out of Atlanta, but it wasn't the Braves' fault. They did not support this in any way. And I got to be honest with you, full stadiums, I almost saw, I don't even recall seeing a mask in the entire three days, really, that I was going uh, to and from the stadium, all around the Battery in the Atlanta area. It felt like 100% normalcy from a sports perspective. I know you were back in New York City for the holiday. What did the city feel like, and what was your vibe on? What I would say is the first holiday that felt like all the way back to March that we haven't been being lectured, oh, this is going to be a super spreader event, wait for two weeks. They even had a barbecue at the White House. Joe Biden was out eating ice cream, which seems to be the only thing that the media will almost cover him doing these days. What was your vibe in New York? Did it feel normal?
0: It felt like the return of freedom at some level. There were lots of folks at restaurants, uh, lots of people um, out and about without masks on. I, I will say now there are only a few places where you really feel those restrictions even still in New York City, it's gotten a lot better here. You have it in these national ride share apps still. So if you take uh, if you take any of those Uber, Lyft, any of those taxi drivers. interesting. I think it's because here in New York, there's actually a partition. There's always been a partition. So they're very uh, lax about that for the most part, because I see they they don't they don't wear them. Uh, they don't wear masks the same way you'll see uh, others um, and you know Uber will actually make you take a photo of yourself to prove you're wearing a mask. If you get if you get hit once for not being a mask wearer, they'll oh make you God. start taking a selfie to prove your mask is on. But but to your your broader point, look, restaurants wide open. You know the weather here was a little eh in New York over the weekend. I know people had better weather in other places, or perhaps they had similar situation. But I just say this: we had a we had a Fourth of July celebration where finally it felt like people. Could live their lives again. And remember, Biden told us if we were good, if we were good little (laughs) boys and girls and got to 70% vaccination rate, well, we didn't get to the 70%, but I think people are finally now. When I say people, I think 80% of America is in a much better place about all this stuff now. I think about 20% of America. Is is still so traumatized that they're completely unreasonable about the COVID realities. I think it's maybe it's more like 10 or 15%, but they're a very vocal ten or fifteen percent.
1: I think that's right. Um and and I keep waiting. So Nashville had the biggest fireworks display of anywhere in the country on Sunday, yesterday. And I looked at the pictures, there was no social distancing, there was no masking. And I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm curious what you think about this, Buck. That it's going to be really hard, given where the masses, I think, are going to find themselves very quickly, to go back to the masking and shutdown universe. My fear is, as it gets cold and the fall and the winter emerges, there are going to be some hot spots, and the same people who learn that they could have draconian authority over all of us, The the, the Gavin Newsom's and the Andrew Cuomo's of the world may try to rear their ugly head and reclaim control. Do you think that a July 4th like we just had and this weekend travel, by the way, it was impossible to drive all over the place because people were out on the roads in massive numbers, flying in big numbers, biggest crowds in airports since March of last year when everything got shut down. Do you feel like, Big days like this help to fight the battle of we can't ever go back again. Well, can I tell you my spirit Airlines story?
0: Can I tell oh, everybody yeah, what I need happened to hear all about this on Friday? yes. And, and also just for everybody, we've we've got member uh, member of Congress who didn't want to celebrate the fourth. That Clay and I are going to dive into the anti-Americanism on the left for Fourth of July. We're going to dive into that momentarily. And, and there's a lot of news stories. Big thing, a big uh, kerfuffle I don't know if that's a technical. That's term. a perfect out, word. Out of out of thank you. Out of ESPN, yes. we can talk about that in a moment. So we got a bunch of things. We'll get to this hour, but I just I'll give you the abbreviated version. So I'm sitting there. Clay and I had a, had a first two great weeks in Nashville, and everyone's feeling good. We're going off the holiday weekend, and yes, the only flight because everyone keeps said it's like I don't know, Clay. People send me a text. Do you know that Spirit Airlines is a budget carrier? <laughs> yes. But I'm not. I'm not fancy. I just want to get somewhere where I have to go, and I want Best to get time. Th-
1: you pick. You pick time over flight airline, right? I feel like most people probably do that. Exactly. So, so in this case, I'm
0: I'm flying Spirit once again, and I wasn't even going to name the. Well, I guess I did in the in the Twitter thread that went kind of viral over the weekend. But I'm I'm sitting there, and I'm I'm you know it's it's kind of yeah. You know, I'm right next to where the. The airline attendants gather in the front, you know, as they do, and you know, hello, welcome, and hello, how are you, and all that stuff. But instead of that, there's a lot of like, pull your mask up, honey, pull your mask up, honey, to, and I'm not, not to adults, well, I mean, that too, but to small children. So yes. small that at one point, the attendant says, can you pull your mask up? And the parent says, my kid's like, not even two yet. And there was kind of a, okay, I guess we'll let that slide. I mean, they're telling basically two year olds, And remember, not that their mask is off. Pull it up over your nose because that's really going to save us. So so then we get to I mean, you've seen this when you fly. This is still uh, airlines is where you deal with this. And I always tell everybody that flying in general is like taking a time warp to the Soviet Union circa 1975 or something. The rules are stupid. We all know the rules are dumb. We have to obey them because otherwise we get into trouble. They know it's dumb. We know they know it's dumb, but yet we still have to do it. So I'm sitting there, and the people are people are coming on the plane. And then the woman who has been telling everybody to mask up pulls her mask down for the entirety of the announcements. Now, yes. Clay, I, I am not a master's in public health or a PhD in epidemiology or an MD, and I accept that. But I am pretty sure that there is no special exception for... I want to be able to say something more loudly so the virus is not being expelled. Not that I think the virus is even. They're all, by
1: the way, they're all vaccinated. That actually, I could hear their whole conversation because I was right there. What's wild about this is all of it's a sham and you hit it correctly. But anybody out there who's got a parent, there have been a few videos go viral of people with two-year-olds and three-year-olds or whatever it is trying to get their kids to wear their masks, and that's virtually impossible. But the moment they said, hey, you can eat or drink on the airplane and pull your mask down, any argument they were making about mask wearing was invalid, and I actually wonder, how much longer are we going to go with what I think is clearly cosmetic theater as it pertains to the airports? Because you know, Buck, you were in Nashville The only place anybody is wearing masks in, like, the states of Florida, Tennessee, Texas, a lot of the country now is when you go into an airport and when you walk through a terminal. So how long do we keep the cosmetic theater and the charade going? And for everyone who's listening who's in a
0: place where they don't do this or you're not worried about this, understand that as long – it's like an infection that hasn't been cleared. I think that's a pretty good analogy here. As long as some of this stuff lingers, it will come back. There will be, whether it's this flu season or, you know, this COVID season, it's combined, or the next time. Until we all understand that this stuff, to, to borrow from you, is just cosmetic. It's just theater. It's theatrics. Yes. But but just to finish, you know, it's going to come back. But to finish what happens. So then I'm sitting there. The woman pulls her mask down to to do the whole, you know, buckle your seatbelts. Which, again, it's the Soviet Union. Flying planes, commercial is, you know. And let's just say it's spirit. They're not exactly... It's like fly the Fauci skies. You know, they're they're very strict and they don't really care. And and I I hear them then have a conversation about how we've got we've got noncompliance. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. And then they have this, and a bunch of them gather, you know, they're the stewardesses or the attendants or whatever the proper nomenclature is. They gather and they say there are three people who are not wearing their masks. And so now the whole by the way, plane, it's holiday weekend plane is absolutely packed. Not not an empty seat on the whole plane. And there are three people that they say have their masks down below their noses, and they've already told them, you know, once or twice or whatever it is. But now we all have to wait there while they go through the removal procedure.
1: They actually removed three people. How, how old got, are the people that are getting removed, Buck?
0: They're they were in their, I'd say, their twenties, in their twenties. So 20s. were they
1: making a conscious stand here? Like, were they drunk? Like, how would you assess their? Like, three of them, I, theoretically, they would want to go to New York, right, for the weekend. Like, what's causing? All of this consternation. They had to be told, "Pull it up over your nose." Too many times for these
0: attendants liking. Oh my god! And so then, because I heard the negotiation going on behind me, and they were like, "No, no, no, we'll wear them. We promise. We pro-, like we're good. We promise." And it was like, "Sorry, third strike. Now the the air air." plane people. Not the attendants. They bring on these other people. Not police, but like, I don't know what, I, you know, supervisor, security. And then they have to negotiate with them and have to start saying, you either come with us or the police will come and arrest you. So let me go through. The whole thing, delay the flight about 40 minutes. We're all sitting so there. So
1: didn't the girls have to walk off like perp while, walk yes.
0: style? They took They took three of them. I, I had photos of the whole thing. They took the three of them off the plane and then at the jetway, because remember, you have to clear the jetway before they can pull away. They're negotiating about how they want to get back on the plane. So the, so you got, I don't know, 140 people, give or take. I don't know how many are on this kind of a plane, but let, over 100 people are all sitting there for over 40 minutes because some attendants are annoyed about the lack of perfect mask compliance while they're shouting at us with their masks pulled down about mask compliance. If this wasn't the encapsulation of... Of fauci madness, Clay, I don't know what is, but I did make it to New York City in one piece, so I was happy about that.
1: So what do you think, I mean, in all honesty, what happens to those girls? Are they banned from spirit? Are they able to get on a later flight? Like, in theory, I would like to hear their story because they want to go, theoretically, right, to New York City. They're in their 20s. They have virtually no risk. They may be vaccinated, for all we know. And the flight attendants just decide you weren't masking appropriately, so we're going to demand that you exit the plane after they've already boarded. They probably have checked bags, Buck. You know they're already sitting there. What sense does any? It's it's all cosmetic kabuki theater nonsense. I would I would refuse by nullification of these
0: orders if I work for the airline. Meaning I I, I understand people don't want to lose their jobs. I think the sane honorable thing to do is just. Pretend like you don't see it if someone's mask is down below their nose. Who cares? Stop being crazy, libs. That's what I want to say to them. Stop being crazy. And people need to non-comply. People in positions of authority with this stuff. You know, yeah, if someone else on the plane is going to complain, you can kind of... But I mean, to call the to call in the authorities, it was it was to- total madness, Clay. So
1: to threaten them with arrest, Buck, and also you're a flight attendant. Like, do you think that flight attendants overwhelmingly skew Corona bro uh, obsessive with mask wearing? Or do you think, to your point, they've just been so hammered on this over the past year that it's 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 some sort of drunk power authority that they feel? Because as your point, they all were vaccinated. It's not like they, they actually feel at risk.
0: No, I think it's because they are afraid that there will be complaints made. This is what I've been told by I have airline attendants who you know used to listen to me on my previous show, and they would write in and say that it's because they're afraid that they will get called out for lack of enforcement. And so if they don't enforce the crazy, then they become the problem and they could have professional sanctions. But look, I, overall, I don't want this to overshadow the fact that I think everybody had a really good – Free 4th of July weekend. We've made huge progress. We're just not done with the fight, Clay, and you know that. This isn't over. And then there's also people who didn't have a really great 4th of July weekend. Some very prominent folks, uh, elected officials, big newspapers. Let's <laughs> let's address that when we come back. Yes. Um, but, you know, the secret's out for everybody that if you abandon your overpriced wireless carrier and you go to Pure Talk, you're going to get the same coverage But at a fraction of the price, in the past year alone, over 20,000 of you smart rush listeners already made the switch to Pure Talk. So, look, this is nothing but upside. Pure Talk is going to give you that exact coverage. So whatever you're used to right now, you're going to have that. But you're getting great savings and much better customer service, which is why Clay and I both have new
1: iPhones with Pure Talk. We're ready to go. No doubt. And you can get unlimited talk text plus six gigs of data, all for just 30 bucks a month from your cell phone. Here's what you need to do right now. Dial pound 250 and say Pure Talk and you'll save 50% off your first month. That's pound 250. Say Pure Talk. You'll have the option to receive a one time auto dialed text message from Pure Talk. What happens when you cross a lawyer with an ex-CIA agent? The Clay, Travis, and Buck
2: Sexton Show on the EIB Network.
0: Welcome back to the Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton Show. I am Buck, here with my man Clay, talking about the weekend. We had a great time. We love America. You love America. America. You celebrated. We celebrated. That's the way it's supposed to be. And yet not everybody was really feeling it, so to speak. There, there were some folks out there, some news organizations, members of Congress, pundits, et cetera, that had issues. Let, let's just start with one here, Clay. Um, Two hundred and four. This is from NPR. Have we crushed their podcast yet, by the way? Because that's a thing that we have to do.
1: We definitely need to crush their podcast because of this ridiculousness. If you love America, as we continue to celebrate July 5th, you should be subscribing to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show and help us kick NPR's ass.
0: And let me just say, if you had any, any any possible qualms about you're like, oh, but NPR, I love when they talk about how to make the best <laughs> summer salads or whatever. This is the kind of stuff that NPR puts out over our for many, their favorite American holiday, right? And, I mean, some people go Thanksgiving, and I don't, I don't want to split our, our Thanksgiving peeps from our 4th of July folks. They're both great holidays, great things going on. Clay, you, you don't weigh, you don't have an opinion on this one, right? You, you love them both. You love both of your holidays equally.
1: I, I try not to make a choice, but I will tell you this, Buck, as you get ready to read, I find myself, and I bet a lot of our listeners do too, wanting to be more pro-America than even I was before, for the people who I feel like are anti-American. Does that make sense? I feel even stronger that I want to wear the most ridiculous pro-America gear imaginable on the 4th and on the 4th weekend.
0: I absolutely agree. 240 years ago today, NPR tweeted, leaders representing 13 British colonies signed a document to declare independence. It says that all men are created equal, but women, enslaved people, indigenous people, and many others were not held as equal at the time. Okay, NPR. (laughs) We know, we know that (laughs) we, we, we have studied history. We we are aware of this. This is the part of it that go Oh, We're just trying to tell the history. It's like, you know, you, you know, if you got a friend named Bob who maybe drinks a little bit too much, maybe don't show up on Bob's birthday and be like, you know, I know we're supposed to celebrate today, but you're actually an alcoholic who's messed up your life, right? Like there's, there are limits here, I think, to time and place that we should all understand. And in case that
1: one go ahead well I was just going to say it's the best man and 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 best you know maid of honor speech you don't air the dirty laundry in the best man and the maid of honor speech you don't be like well remember when they broke up for two months because we went to Vegas and uh and and Johnny over here made the mistake of hooking up with a cocktail waitress and then it got back like yeah. you don't that might have happened and it might be an incredibly awkward part but you don't share it during the toast otherwise your best man has to stand up and say I think what my friend here's trying to say is that love is blind <laughs> yeah that's Which, right what ends Which up an amazing line yes. And as we come back, Corey Bush had one of the worst tweets of all Buck and you're going to hit that Congresswoman making $175,000. But you guys might have had an amazing July 4th or maybe you've had amazing July 4ths past in your life experience and that is why you need to be hopping in and taking advantage of my friends at Legacy Box. It's wedding season. So much of our great family members are no longer able to be reviewed because they're not digitized right old pictures old videos go ahead and preserve your family's history and make the smart decision to get hooked up right now with legacy box and they have amazing offers right now they are offering 40 percent off to preserve all of your family's memories so your family can celebrate meaningful moments at a fraction of the normal price. All you have to do is go to LegacyBox.com slash Clay to get started today. That's LegacyBox.com slash Clay for 40% off. One more time, LegacyBox.com slash Clay. Do what I do. Choose Legacy Box today.
2: You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network.
1: Up to $100. Download the Price Picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy.
0: Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. I'm Buck. Happy July 5th. I hope you enjoyed your 4th of July weekend, Independence Day weekend. The number here, we're going to take some reactions to a pretty straightforward question that Clay posed, an important question, which is, do you feel like you should be even more outward in your patriotism, given that patriotism shows of it, at least, are under assault from the left? It's very obvious that that's happening. I mean, we, we have plenty of proof of evidence of instances to point to. We mentioned before members of Congress. I mean, here's one. This is on Fourth of Fourth uh, of July weekend. Cory Bush, member of Congress, writes when they say that the Fourth of July is about American freedom. Remember this. The freedom they're referring to is for white people. This land is stolen land, and black people still aren't free. Clay, there's a lot that I would like to say about this, and I know you would too, but I I think we should just start with the the top line here. First of all, to refer to freedom in the present tense as freedom only for white people, she says they're referring to freedom. Freedom for white people. Um, This is this is stunningly not just divisive, but it's also just a dumb thing to say. I'm sorry. It's it's just a, a wrong and and nasty thing to inject into American society on Independence Day weekend.
1: It's also, as you mentioned, wildly historically inaccurate. And to me, for a congresswoman. To be putting that out. And I feel like we talked about this some buck. Are we playing into the hands of stupid people by giving them attention? Because the reality is, this is a congresswoman that neither you nor I would be paying attention to. Otherwise, our audience wouldn't be exposed to her. But look, she makes $175,000 a year as a congresswoman. She is directly profiting off of our tax dollars. That is the exact opposite of a lack of freedom. She is so free that she can be elected to the highest body in the land in the House of Representatives, the member of our Congress, and she has the privilege to be able to rip a country in a way that truly unfree countries would never allow, right? You can't do this in China. You can't do this in Iran. You can't do this in North Korea. You can't do it in the vast majority, I would say, of countries in the world. And... But the historical inaccuracy of it, to your point earlier, uh, and we were making the analogy of if you're doing the best man or the maid of honor speech, our democracy was imperfect at its founding. But the Declaration of Independence, Thomas Jefferson seeded a full fruition of democracy in that document itself. Has America always lived up perfectly to the ideals of the Declaration of Independence? No, but we have become a more perfect union every day, every week and every month, i would say basically since july 4th 1776, which we celebrated yesterday and continue to celebrate with a holiday today. so it's just so transparently troll-worthy but also historically inaccurate that it disgusts me. and i would add that we celebrate the principles of yes. the founding,
0: not the belief in a perfection. no that's actually not a that's not something that is out there. no, no one holds that we were a perfect country in 1776, nor are we a perfect country today. So there's the creation of a massive straw man by the left, the creation of an argument that does not really exist, that's not being said, which reminds me of what's being said about CRT now as well. If you oppose CRT, you oppose the teaching of, of the history of this country that involves slavery and involves the uh, the mistreatment of Native Americans, you know, that's just not true. That's not the argument. The argument is, should we be teaching racial Marxism to kids in school? By the way, the biggest teachers union in the country, it came out over the weekend, is pushing explicitly for that now. They, they will, we'll, we'll come to that one later, um, but I just wanted that to get on everyone's radar, that this is now, that the CRT battle, uh, there's a reason why they didn't want people paying attention, because it, it's a central issue for the left. But Clay, there was a piece in the New York Times that you and I were texting about over the weekend, a Fourth of July symbol of unity that may no longer unite. We're not talking about Uncle Sam costumes with red, white, and blue pants. We're not talking about you know top hats with the uh, with, with the you know the the flag pattern on them. The flag itself. In this New York Times piece, they bring up and they did fortunately get trounced for this as they should. But let me ju- just a little bit of this piece for everyone to hear. The American flag flies in paint on the south side of Peter Triber's potato truck, a local landmark parked permanently on County Route 48 in Long Island. He thought he was drawing attention to his family's farm until he tried to sell his produce at a local green market where he sells things like bergamot, honey and sunflowers. He had trouble striking deals until he said he let his liberal leaning slip out in conversation with a customer. She said, oh, oh, phew! You know, I wasn't so sure about you. I thought you were some flag waving something or other. End quote. (laughs) Can we just be very clear? And they go through more examples of this. There are now, if you're a if you're an MSNBC wearing triple masked, critical race theory loving, climate change is going to murder us all in five years leftist, you are you are triggered by the American flag. That's where we are as a country
1: now and it's a disgrace i think that we have managed to get here and i when i read this piece we were texting about over the weekend in the new york times buck saying that that basically the american flag has been uh, has been considered by a certain group of left wingers which i think is fairly substantial 25 30% of people that i think genuinely hate america i also read this buck remember when the new york times had their editorial Uh, She went on MSNBC and she said she was really upset on Memorial Day because she went out to Long Island and she saw all the flags and it made her think, oh, my God, there's a lot of Trump supporters out here in Long Island. I read this piece as basically a defense of her being triggered by the flag being waved proudly. And, And to be honest with you, Buck, my response there and I'm coming out of, by the way, Uh, going to the Atlanta Braves baseball game on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, which was bathed in patriotism and United States flags. But I'm more likely now to wear American flag gear and to support America on July 4th in as patriotic of a method and fervor as I possibly could. And I bet there's a lot of people responding to this America hate by doubling down on America love, right? It's crazy that we're in this position. And you and I both know that when you see a home
0: anywhere in America right now that proudly displays an American flag out front, here's what you know. That that, that home, whoever the we, without seeing anything about who lives inside or who they are, they're not going to subscribe to the America's an awful country rhetoric we're hearing they're not going to be super woke they're not going to be super left and so what you find is that increasingly fashionable anti-americanism is entirely a symptom a problem of the democrat party and the left and they they can't really hide from this now find me one republican of prominent substance with a following o- over independence day weekend one conservative doesn't even have to be a gop specific thing who's saying American flags make me uncomfortable. I don't like it's because of our history of genocide and oppression
1: and and all the rest of it. You won't. This only exists on the left. And this is why the historian in me and I say historian in quotation marks. I was a history major, but I am a history nerd, as we've talked about on this show already. I was reading an interesting study, Buck. Do you know what percentage there is an obsession with slavery in America that i don't think really exists anywhere else in the world on the degree and to the degree it does in america right now as if the entire american experience is only defined by slavery i thought this was interesting do you know what percentage of slaves buck that came from africa and became enslaved around the world actually ended up in the united states of america like i i found this to be really fascinating what percentage of African slaves who were brought uh, to a country or to a part of the world? What percentage of them ended up in America? Do you have any idea? I've never. I mean, it would be. An,
0: I know it would be an estimate,
1: and I know what yeah. percentage of of
0: Southerners pre secession actually owned slaves. Cause I think that's one thing that people don't tend to know it's, it's either. One
1: in. By the way, that's like two, two. percent. That's one right, two 50. percent. Yeah, one in fifty Southerners S- S- had slaves. So what? Four what's the per- estimate globally? Four. Four percent of all of the African slave trade ended up in the United States. Yet I bet the way that it's covered, a huge percentage of our audience is like almost all of those slaves ended up in America. Four percent. If you asked a school age and I mean somebody who's, let's
0: say, you know, junior high, high school age. Why? Why did we have our first? Why did America fight its first foreign war? I can almost guarantee that less than one percent. And I'm talking about kids that you know do all their homework and are squared away. Less than one percent of them would be able to tell you we fought our first foreign war because of the enslavement of Americans by North African Berber Muslim pirates. Very few now, people know that. Why did we go to the shores of Tripoli? And there's a whole conversation here about. The hundreds of years of what was effectively the white slave trade by North African states, which I bring this up and people say that's not. They went as far as Iceland and Ireland grabbing slaves off the coast and then selling them into slavery for. I mean, the, the, we could talk about all over the world slavery
1: practices. So every, if we're gonna, every single person, Buck, sorry to cut you off, but every single person in their history has slavery in their history, every single one of them. And yet we focus on the 80 years from 1783 to 1863 when slavery was el- was legal in the United States as if it's the sum total of slavery around the world. What you got for us? We're
0: going to come back in a sec here, and we want to hear from you about, are you feeling like you should be more patriotic these days in response to the anti-patriotism? I think we should use that term, Clay. anti patriotism of the left. Make sure you go to the website, ClayandBuck.com, for stories that we're posting. And please help us beat those commies at NPR with our podcast, <laughs> the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. You know, Mike Lindell is a great American, a great inventor and CEO, and he has hooked us up. I mean, Clay and I have my pillows. We've got Giza Dream sheets. We've got the slippers. I mean, you, you name it. I'm using their products. And Clay, I know in the Travis household, these are all beloved now. And Mike Lindell is also under assault from the cancel culture left because he stands for his values and he speaks out. So we can get you great products and you can stick your thumb in the eye of the cancel obsessed left by buying from my
1: pillow. There's no doubt. I love all this product. I've got it throughout my house on my beds, on my kids' beds. We have got my pillow everywhere. And right now. You can go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials to check out this low-price offer on the Giza Dream Sheets. You will find deep discounts on other MyPillow products as well. Enter the promo code CLAYANDBUCK because right now, again, the Giza Dream Sheets, two-for-one, low-price, plus free shipping. Promo codes Clay and Buck and all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Again, one more time, enter the promo code Clay and Buck at MyPillow.com, and you can also call 800-792-3269 for these great radio specials.
2: Humbled to walk in the footsteps of a legend, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network.
1: Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. I am Clay Travis. He is Buck Sexton. We're taking some of your calls, by the way, to finish off the first hour special July 5th edition of the program. 800 2882 We're asking the question, are some of you in the wake of suddenly it being called divisive to be in favor of the American flag and patriotism? actually being more outspoken in your patriotism as a result. I know I do feel like that in many ways. Uh, It's crazy to think that you could be rebellious by putting out an American flag, but that's kind of what the New York Times has created in this world right now, Buck. And we're going to go to some of the calls out there. Uh, Stella in Poughkeepsie, New York. Stella, what you got for us?
3: Hi. Yes, I wanted to tell you that absolutely after the New York Times editorial, um, I, I am now using a flag in my car. We have it in our home. Um, and it's simply because, uh, I think we've been conditioned to just, uh, let it go, uh, and not say anything. And we need to be more visual about things, how we feel. Um, and, and that's how we're going to fight back. And especially when something so ridiculous. As not wanting the American flag
0: around, Stella, it's this it's Buck good. here. I yeah. just want I just want to know are, are you are you comfortable with your friends and neighbors though knowing that you you love America and and like to show patriotism not only on Independence Day weekend but just in general? Mm-hmm. Are, are you ready to take the heat on loving America? Uh,
3: in all fairness, most uh, I I am in a neighborhood that is very pro American. There we go, pro Trump. That said, uh, yes, I am becoming, rather than to just sit back and say, okay, they have their opinion, I will, um, if, if somebody starts telling me their opinion, they will hear back from my opinion, um, in no uncertain terms anymore. Um, only because the American flag is beyond presidency. Who's the president? What they're doing? It, it, it should not even be a question.
1: Thank you, Stella. Appreciate you listening. Uh, we got a lot of people who want to weigh in. Not surprisingly, let's go to Jim in Twin Cities, Wisconsin. What you got for us, Jim?
4: Hi, guys. Yeah, I, w- I live in Western Western Wisconsin, but I, li- I work a lot in the Twin Cities in Minnesota, so Minneapolis-St. Paul. Uh, uh, I'm a Rush Limbaugh baby. You known them thirty years. You guys are doing great. I really appreciate you taking over. And basically, what I did last year for my birthday in May of 2020. I was so fed up with what the government was doing. I put a tattoo on my arm that said "Live Free or Die" on my right forearm. On my left forearm, I'm going to get a "We the People" tattoo with the Constitution around it. I,
0: I think my buddy, buddy Pete, Pete Hegseth there. over at Fox. I think I think our friend Pete has those same tattoos. By the, are you aware? He has a "We the People" tattoo on one arm and a I think "Live Free or Die" on the other. So you're in good company.
4: I put "Live Free or Die" on even before Sean Hannity came out with the book. And so that's what I'm doing, and I, I have a flag. I wear hats and T-shirts with flags everywhere. Yes, I've lost family members and I've lost friends because I'm too patriotic. I'm too far right. And I don't understand that. My dad's a Vietnam vet. I don't get I, How can you be too patriotic? I just don't get it.
0: I don't know. Especially, uh, amen. you know, what's amazing, Clay, and thank you so much, Jim, is, you know, you'll meet people from other parts of the world. And, look, I, I'm not going to name any countries here, but there are other countries where you'll meet people, and they are so... Fiercely proud and love, no one ever questions that. And we of could course. sit here, we could sit here and say, "Well, you know, you guys have like uh, some problems with authoritarianism and you know, indoor plumbing or not enough electricity." You know, we, we could get into some things, but no, that's not nice because they love their country and that's cool, and people should be allowed to love their country. You know what I mean?
1: But here, it's not fashionable if you're leftist. Not allowed. Well, just think what happened when Trump criticized other countries. People were like, "Oh, you can't say that." Remember when he said oh, yeah. the, the, the crap hole countries, basically? Ke- By the way, let's get Kevin in D.C. He was on the Washington Mall yesterday uh, for July 4th. you got to be fast with this, Kevin. But what was the vibe like there?
2: Yeah, overall, the vibe was really good. Um, a lot of people enjoying the holiday. But um, the one problem I had, there's some crazy lady running up and down the mall screaming about climate change and how we're all going to die in this country. Um, <laughs> she, I,
0: I can assure you she's wrong. <laughs> that I can tell you. We're not all going to die from climate change, despite what they're saying. we got to come back and talk about some responses here to the anti-patriotism of the left. Some, uh, some excellent voices weighing in on that. Plus, we want to hear from you. 800-282-2882. That's 800-282-2882. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show here. We are just getting started on this wonderful July 5th with all of you. We'll be back in just a moment.
2: You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. (laughs)